Extreme. Hello and welcome back to Joe on Joe Extreme. It's me, your host, Joe Slepsky, and we're back this week for another episode of the thrilling half-hour adventure that is G.I. Joe Extreme. Guys, today's episode is Iron Claw Unmasked. We're getting the uh, the culmination of the of the uh, Iron Claw as Clancy storyline. I can't believe they 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 did this for four full episodes. That it's been fantastic to watch it on play. And there's and it doesn't even wrap up. It's just there's been a re- revelation in this episode. So I'm really excited to have with me my guest. He's a podcaster. He's a he's a member of the GI Joe. Uh, uh, social network out there. He's got a great signal that he's always boosting. I'm talking about Cujo from G.I. Joeberg, uh, author of the creator of the black book. Cujo, welcome to Joe and Joe Extreme. <laughs> Thank you, brother. It feels very thrilling to be in uh, or on Joe and Joe. I, as usual. Yeah, you know, we were just talking about this earlier. I thought you were already on the show. <laughs> Because I've talked to you and I've, we've been on podcasts together, but I thought you had done my show before. So, uh, so welcome for the first time. And I'm sorry it took so long to get you on here. Uh, welcome to Joe and Joe, buddy. Not at all. Um, perfect timing. Yeah. Now you, you're a regular contributor and part of the GI Joeberg squad with our friend Steve Jubber and Paul Loebscher. Tell me about. Tell me about that. How did you get hooked up with those guys? No, I, dude. Honestly, I think being around GI Joe, there's different. There's different people that fell in love with the brand, but there are like people that go and get it you're one of them because you're joe on joe but there's people that just say "Mm, i want to do that so they do it and i think that's where joe has led me so to speak oh that's very cool very cool um now if any if any listeners are out there and have attended the uh gi joe conventions in the past you may have run across cujo's work cujo i saw i was reading one of the old um the comic books that they put together for those conventions. I'm, I can't remember exactly what year, but maybe this was like 2016 or 2017's year. Mm. And there was a nice pinup of, was it a Crimson Guardsman? I I think uh, if you're talking about the G.I. Joe like uh, convention book yeah. or the magazine they put out. Yeah. I did a Laser Viper Laser form. Viper. Yeah, a pretty arrogant one at that. Oh, it, was, it, um, it looked pretty great, and and I saw in the quarter by you know by Cujo and Paul Lobsher from Joe G.I. Joeberg. It was a nice surprise mm-hmm. to see, man. Very talented. Oh, thank you, brother. Um, no, those guys gave me a, a great opportunity, and I think that's when I found out that I didn't work great uh, within the framework of the brand because I always wanted to tweak their uh, concepts a little bit. But uh, those guys were awesome, and uh, they put on some nice conventions for a bit. Uh, cheers. Yeah, they certainly did, and that's that actually leads us to your your big project. We've talked about it, mentioned it a couple times now. Uh, the Black Book, which mm. is which is you playing with the property, but with your spin on it. Tell us from this, like from soup to nuts, what is the Black Book? What is this project that you're doing? Because it's very cool, and I'm a big fan of it. Oh, thank you, brother. You're part of it. Uh, um, I think it's just uh, well, we're both on. In, I, I don't want to turn this this question. We're both on independent media journeys, and along the way, you you catch things that aren't exactly on the narrative. And I think that's. Uh, I wanted to to create like a a story of some characters that didn't get all the answers. You know, like some people that were like, "Oh, this might be this." It's kind of it's kind of like life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I, the, the two characters were born out of a collaboration of many minds. Um, 
and uh, I just my hand caught fire like one summer. I you can, you can ask my lady. Um, I didn't sleep much those couple months, but uh, <laughs> I, I just would. Uh, I just kept drawing and I, I kind of like Hama, the Hama philosophy. I didn't know where the story was going until it, it got there. So yeah, the black book. Uh, well, you, if you're hearing this, I would definitely reach out to me because you might just get a, a copy hot off the presses. Yeah. And we're, and you guys can find Cujo on social media at 86 Cujo. Um, that's, and that, is that, that's your handle on, on most all the socials, right? Yeah. You can run me down on Twitter. Um, if, if you're not there, just uh Cujo 86 at Gmail. Um, it's pretty it's pretty grassroots like the community yeah and to be more specific what black book is is it's a it's a comic book um but it's not i would say it's not told in traditional panels it's it's a lot more splash pagey right explain that a little bit mm. well i did uh during the time that i was drawing it and probably my adopted style now i was looking at a lot of renaissance art and they tell they tell a lot of story with simple imagery, um, or at least with the least amount of lines, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I did go light ink on the page, but I, I tried to make every page its own little thing. Um, so like it is, it's a, it's a series of short stories that, uh, it has a lot of different artists in it, like from John Royal to, uh, Paul, Paul Lopes or whom, you, you know, from GI Joburg, who's mm -hmm. an incredible colorist on the, on the come up. So, um, no, it was just a, and, and even a version two, which, uh, if you hit me up and you'll get your hands on, it's got five more artists pulled from the Joe community that, uh, you're supporting your community. That's, that's actually the bottom line, brother. And you, and you know that as well as I do. Absolutely. Sustainability. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of both community and the internet, uh, everyone, while you're listening to this, remember on social media, we're doing hashtag release the extreme. We announced this a couple of weeks ago. And, you got to do uh, it. Yeah, you got to do it. So tag Hasbro, tag the official G.I. Joe. Uh, feel free to tag me at Joe on Joe Pod. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send me an email to joeandjoepod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. If you want to be a guest on the show, uh, give me a rating on any podcast catchers that you're listening to this on. But most importantly, hashtag release the extreme. Let's, let's Twitter bomb Hasbro, G.I. Joe, with this this pressure to get this series released because G.I. Joe Extreme is a whole lot of fun. And Cujo, this is your first experience with G.I. Joe Extreme. Is that correct? That is accurate. And what's your initial thing? You've I believe you've only watched the one episode. I've, I've given you access to the whole drive, but I think you just watched the one. What is your initial take on it? He did. It was just a teaser because I am going to go back and uh, catch the whole series. I think I think it's kind of funny that the first extreme episode I get is one where a guy's in a coma. <laughs> so, <laughs> extreme, so extreme, extreme, extreme comas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's the way we coma it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, that he's, so that's Lieutenant Stone, and he's basically like the Duke of the team. So it's it's kind of like Duke getting a uh, getting a Serpentor stake through the chest. But it was it, the first time. Oh, go. No, go no, no. But he's he's in a coma. Duke's going to be okay. He came out of his coma. Remember, guys, he didn't die in the movie. <laughs> no, I got to say his uh, reveling against being under or being underdogs in the opening of the show was kind of inspiring. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, this is a fun episode. This is um, it's got like shades of the Godfather in it. Mm. Um, it's got this revelation about uh, Scar. So, so for you and for any listeners who aren't caught up on the show, basically uh, Iron Claw, 
who's you know the main the main bad guy for Scar. You know, he's their their covert commander slash Zartan slash Destro. He's been masquerading for uh, this is the fourth episode and fifth if you include the end of season one as Clancy, their their CIA government liaison guy. And it's mm-hmm. and it's been great, and the Joes really have been on the ropes for four episodes of a of a thirteen episode arc. You know that's a that's a third of the show. So that's a lot, and um, so this is finally in the the previous episode. It was teased out that Stone realized who he was, and that's how he ended up in the coma because Iron Claw you know knocked him out and really hurt him. So. I love this continuity. Did did you when coming up? If you were watching when you were watching cartoons and they had this kind of loose continuity, was this was this something you were into, or did you prefer the cartoons that were more one and done? No, I, I definitely prefer like this uh, carryover investment. And I would echo your sentiment. Along with the Godfather, you've got some things because no, like the thing, because nobody can trust each other. It's very true. Yeah, they're very true. That is a very cool B B story that's carried over uh, from last week as well where uh, Sergeant Savage does not trust Metalhead. He thinks Metalhead is the traitor because they know they have a traitor. They just don't know who it is. And that threatens to break the team apart, which is fabulous. Agreed. Agreed. It's good storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. So when you were when you were cr- coming up, were you, when did you get into G.I. Joe, Cujo? Like, was it was it when you were a kid or was it more later in life? What, what was your what's your story? No, I, I think I was there from the beginning, like much people or many people. Um I didn't, I wouldn't say I fell out. I would say it was kind of an ebb and flow. Um, And honestly, I know the question's coming. I was all comic books. I caught the G.I. Joe movie, but that was really the only animated thing I caught until I was, uh, you know, many years later. Mm -hmm. So it did not uh, affect me quite as much. Interesting. Now, have you gone back and watched a lot of the cartoons? Like a lot of the the original, the the good stuff, the Sunbow stuff? I have, and you and I have both had the pleasure of interviewing a lot of those folks, mm-hmm. and it just honestly confirms what we already know. The G.I. Joe is like the property. It's always been the property, you know? It's like pretty Star Wars. Star Wars is, is what it is. It's, it's the greatest, you know, story told, but like G.I. Joe is the deepest, and I, I can't be convinced otherwise. I mean, the vo- even the voice actors, dude. If you have a conversation with uh, Arthur Burkhart Destro, oh yeah, that can reshape your life on the fly. Like it's yeah. not a joke. He's I, I've met him once and had this amazing conversation with him. He is so well versed yeah. and so knowledgeable about like military history, and you know, just history in general. And he was opening my eyes in the in the five minutes that I was talking to him. We were and, not and, talking about G.I. Joe at all. We were talking about military history. It was crazy. It was, it was great. Agreed. Uh, is it is it time to get extreme? I think it is. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Now, today, guys, we're watching Iron Claw Unmasked. That is episode four of season two. So hopefully you guys have your hands on a copy. If you don't have a copy of this, remember... Hit up Hasbro with hashtag release the extreme and hopefully we can get some <laughs> some nice, you know, shout factory quality releases, Blu-ray releases, or even stream. We'll accept stream. I say accept, we're like we're we're making demands here. But somehow we, we need to get cleaned up versions of these because um the quality in these bootlegs is not great, but the show is much better than it than it uh, I think than most people remember. So I think I think people will be pleasantly surprised when they see these. So get ready with your DVDs or videos or whatever you've got them on. And uh, Cujo, if you're ready, I'm ready. 
Let's do it. All right, guys. Here we go. So, we, I mean, it just gets right into the action. Very first shot you get, Black Dragon's crotch. Right. True. <laughs> now, what character did you warm up to first? Um, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, Steve asked me the same question, and um, I think I like Freight the best. I think I like Freight. I think he's he's fun in that um, just warm, charming personality kind of way. Um, we've got it's called Iron Claw and Mask. It's written by David Anthony Kraft, and we open at this uh, uh, military hospital, and we're still dealing with the traitor issue. You've got. Stone uh, in a coma. There's Clancy, probably named after Tom Clancy, as we as we surmised. And Agent Smith wasn't available. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and, and Savage, by the way, is so angry and so great. And this enmity that they're making is is fantastic. It's classic, like the like the Hawkman. Green Arrow enmity, you know, two dudes because they're generational, right? Mm. Where heavy metal is the new young guy, you know, probably in a grunge or, or literally heavy metal music, you know, and like, hey, man. And you've got Savage, who is literally a World War II veteran. So, of course, those two personalities are going to clash. I, so I really like their choice of, of putting them at odds. Hmm. And this is yeah, that. I, yep. I was just going to say uh, Metalhead is definitely one of those guys where you're like, okay, I want this guy to be a good guy. Mm -hmm. for sure they kind of light on he was light on uh design though at least in this episode. yeah well you know what that's the thing he's probably the most under-designed character in this team and i like that though because they've all <laughs> got weight from my my tastes i mean it's very 90s it is extreme when you're talking design of these this stuff um oh, real quick on the show it's the uh the 48th regiment was there protecting the hospital and Clancy is now dismissing them. He's telling them to to take off. And this is like Shades of Godfather, right? When Vito Corleone was in the hospital, and the the cops were pulled off the um, the protection racket, and so Michael had to stick around at the hospital. Remember, he um, he had uh, was it Tessio the baker? He had him pretend he had a gun in his pocket, mm. and that's what's happening here. All the cops get pulled away, so the Joes are left to protect it themselves. Um. It's lovely, and I would be surprised if they didn't have Godfather in mind when they did all this stuff. But yeah, Heavy Metal is definitely the least designed of the team, and I like that. I appreciate that. Everyone, I think everyone's got way too many pouches and zippers and you know shoulder pads and pads here and pads there. I like the simplified design of of uh, Heavy Metal, like like Black Dragon. I wish Black Dragon didn't have all those pads on. He's just got think, too, he's got too much to make me think he's a sleek ninja fighter. Black Dragon enters that uh, exclusive what uh, fraternity of people who wear masks but have their hair out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's well, a listen, good look if, if you can pull it off. Right, man. If I had that hair still, still, I guess I, I guess I used to have hair like that when I was a kid. If I had that hair still, I'd be totally flaunting it. You don't want to keep that under. Maybe he's worried about losing it. Mm -hmm. Um, although he probably is more prone to getting concussions. Uh, I love the angles they give these characters. Yeah, they it's it's almost um, Batman 66-esque, you know, in the storytelling. And I think a part of that is the really distorted um, character designs, you know, that all these guys got. You know what I mean? I was going to ask you about that. 
Are you a fan? Like, where else have you seen these kind of barrel chests and whatnot? Well, that's, you know, it it works for the it's main. It, it is. It's extreme. It works for the. Thank you, brother. Yeah, you're welcome. It works for the main characters because then they also put their heads in proportion and all that stuff. But when you introduced when you're introduced to civilians, and they try to kind of match that, it it looks really really weird. And what's funny is they don't even try to do that barrel chest with Metalhead, which is also, I think, why he's more interesting from a design perspective. Because he's the only one, if you notice, he's the only one that's not super barrel chested. He's pretty, like, he's pretty normal. Like, right there, he's pretty normal looking. Tucking people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checking on old sleeping grandpas. Like, those those aren't all Lieutenant Stone. Those are, he's literally spying on old, old sick people. I haven't seen this kind <laughs> of shadow work since... Uh... Since the Batman cartoon, yeah, oh yeah, or more specifically, the X Men cartoon, because this is the same. Mm. It's, uh, the X Men production company had a hand in, in starting GI Joe Extreme. So here we go. There's these three orderlies that were uh, wheeling gurneys, and turns out they work for Scar. So now Freight is in a, a, a fight in the hallway with these guys. I like the blasts that are coming out of Freight's gun. Do you see that they're little circles? Yeah, circle beats the line or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember that the circle part thing being a thing before. So yeah. I like that they added that here. Uh, like maybe it's some kind of non-lethal because they're in a hospital setting. Freight doesn't want to, you know, damage things. But it turns out on the gurneys, those weren't sick patients. Those were also scar troops. And they're breaking into Stone's, uh, Stone's room. But he's still being protected by uh, some of the Joe guys. It's actually Sergeant Savage. Got a nice poster shot coming up here. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Those three cats in the doorway. Oh, yeah, star. that's great. That's really great. Like, that would be a, you know what that would be? Well, we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. I'll keep you in suspense. Listeners, I know what you need in your life. You need more podcasts. And you also love movies. So why not do a podcast that's about not one movie? It's about not two movies. It's about three movies and a meal i'm talking the movies and a meal podcast this show is great it's brought to you by keith brad and ben and each week they bring a new movie to the table which they all discuss as a group and it's not you know your highfalutin movies it's what we do in the shadows the fantastic four rise of the silver surfer and out of sight you know it's bad education ghostwriter and a view to a kill it's X-Men Last Stand, Queen Sugar, The Mandalorian, and Major League Two. They are a lot of fun to listen to. You guys know Ben. It's our friend Ben Penserga. He was a guest on Joe and Joe. In fact, Ben was the very first remote guest that I ever had on this podcast. So he's always got a special place in my heart. I'm really digging this. I, I just started listening to it last week. It is a lot of fun. They bring a guest in. The guest, uh, I, I listened to their Heathers episode. They, they were joined by Kelly. And she went in-depth on her favorite movie, which was Heathers, and it made me want to go watch Heathers to watch with them. I really dig it. So, guys, find them out there, at Movies and a Meal, Twitter, Instagram. Their website is moviesandameal.podbean.com. They put out one episode a week. Give them a listen, guys. Support them. Let them know Joe on Joe sent you. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. It is quite entertaining. And now back to the show. All right, we're back. That would be a Mike Zek cover. Remember that Mike Zek Snake Eyes Storm Shadow cover coming through the uh, yes, coming sir. through the doorway? I want to see Mike Zek do that with those three Scar Troops. That would be fantastic. Oh, oh, the uh, 
the grenade in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Well, that's smart. Yeah. So on one hand, Freight is like, let's use stun blasts to not damage the hospital. On the other hand, Sergeant Savage is literally popping us. I think it's a smoke grenade, but still. Nice reveal. Still. Yeah. Nice smoke grenade. Oh, that's cool. I like the look. I like the updated look. The beret with the mask. That's a good look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's they definitely it's always the bad guys that always have the best looks. You know what I mean? I have not seen that look since uh, the Spider-Man around the 300s Assassin the Nation plot. I forget what those guys yes, were Yes, that was... If you recall I, that... I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about um, Flag Smasher mm. and his troops, right? Um, I think it was Silver Sable was Silver in Silver Sable, and, and yeah. Solo. And, Solo mixed and in there. Flag Smasher led the group called... Ah yeah, no, I know, I know exactly. I know exactly. Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Yep, that's it. We still got it, brother. We do, we do. It's still somewhere in the deep recesses of our mind. Um, so now we're getting Metalhead and uh, Savage are having it out. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, they, wait, real quick. I think my the the best thing ever. Uh. Quick Strike and Black Dragon just walked in the door through the hole in the wall instead of the door, and they just left it too. That's fantastic. Like that's really funny. That's something you see in like like a sitcom. You know what I mean? If they bust a hole in the wall, people don't use the door; they just walk through the hole in the wall. It's part of the extreme playbook. It's fantastic. So uh, looks like Stone is starting to wake up, and and he's hearing the name. He's saying the name Clancy. He's trying to Agent. tell them. Yeah, he's trying to tell them that Clancy's the traitor. It's classic. Yeah, and here we go. Clancy slash Ironclaw. He sees that uh, his own troops are trussed up. Man, that room is just destroyed. I like these um, corner credit boxes that they're putting in the show this season. I feel like they did it a little bit last year, but they're doing it a lot this year, and I like it. It's um, like in a comic book. Uh, when you get a caption box that says, you know, later at the Hall of Justice, like it's mm. it's giving you the corner, listen, it's giving the corner, it's giving the location where they're at, you know, like late, silence, yeah, silencers, jungle hideout. So this dude is cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this your first seeing him? It is the first time we've seen him. Uh, he's never, oh, he never got a, he never got a figure. He is um, a, a new agent of Scar. His name is Silencer. Uh, it's white hair. Yeah, he's an assassin for hire. So very much, you know, like think Deathstroke the Terminator. Um, think Firefly. Um, and he flies this... Or no, he's. I'm sorry, he's on the motorcycle, which is, that is a way extreme 90s motorcycle. It's terrible, actually. <laughs> Motorcycle's terrible. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing. But he gets a, he gets a briefcase full of loot. Yeah, and and then he rides his motorcycle up into this uh, vertical takeoff and landing uh, scar jet, which keep that jet in mind because that's going to come into play later. I got questions about how they if use I that jet. We'll put a pin in that for now. You know <clears throat> but the Joes are, are are standing over Stone's hospital bed, and like in walks Clancy. What happened? Scar forces, sir. May strike again soon. So Ooh. yeah, so uh, Kujo, what's what you got, Joe? Stuff are you most excited for these days? We've got the movie mm. coming out. We've got those new figures that are dropping. 
uh, as we speak, there's rumors of a um, probably when this airs, the rumors will probably be the news will be out. But there's rumors of a retro um, retro line of figures. Um, there's the Snake Eyes comic book. There's the Paul Aller comic book. You know, of course, Larry's stuff. And uh, also the G.I. Joe. Oh, right there's face. a G.I. Joe video game, of course. Coming. There is, by the way, uh, did we just go to commercial? No. It's just that Iron Claw slash Clancy just punched out Stone and knocked him out into oblivion. So Stone Honestly, started that, Yeah, Stone started waking up and he just knocked him unconscious again. It's pretty great. That line is one of the great knife twists I've heard recently. Oh no, he's passed out again. It's like such a Yeah, against the um, against a black screen too, right? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um No, I think uh I am excited. Like the community excites me because it's that damn resilient. Um, I, I do. I do like some of the things coming out. Of course, uh, the, the the critical thinking media person that I am, I, I definitely have uh, opinions about it. But I'm glad people are. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad to see people uh, getting paid and creating. Like, uh, I, I like the new sculpts. I know there's a retro line hanging out there. We'll see what it looks like, but. No, I'm glad the G.I. Joe's and the Zeitgeist. Um, and I hope that uh, the brand recognizes the community because it's been people like you and, you know, I, I don't want to get away because we've got extreme events. But, no, like the community's really carried the brand, and I hope they see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think hopefully they do. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. I think there's a lot of us that have kept the kept the torches is firing, you know. Um. And you know, our I think our job is to just further amplify and you know celebrate the stuff that we like and vote with our wallets the stuff that we don't. Um, are you getting the uh, the classified figures? So wait, wait, real quick. Here we go. This is what I'm questioning. So you got the sweet vertical takeoff landing jet. It's incredible. And it's just it lands like it just stops. It doesn't keep flying. <laughs> the Joes are trying to make a getaway in a van driven by Mayday. Of course, Mayday's driving it because she's amazing. Uh, and she just does a like a Dukes of Hazard jump over everybody at this roadblock that that Scar had set up. But why did the plane land? Is my question. They had to show off the goods <laughs> under the streetlights. <laughs> it's back in the air now, but I don't understand. <laughs> like, this is one of those rare it's... cases, yeah, where the bad guys don't wear masks either. No Very man, yeah, they don't. You know, they don't care what they got to use, lose. You know, YOLO, uh, and it's landing again. Oh, this time though, it's landing for a purpose. They just let off the silencer, so he just got out of the plane. So now he's in the mix, and there's a very cool uh, uh, moment of recognition that's... slash like backstory that's going to happen here, and he's awesome. He's got. It looks like he's got a sword. He's good with his guns because he just knocked their tires out. And he recognizes Eagle Eye. That's a rough collision. And not only does he recognize Eagle Eye, Eagle Eye recognizes him. And man, he just, yeah, he just hit hard. Huh. Yeah, he's definitely, he's like, it's, he's Firefly meets Deathstroke the Terminator. It's quite an entrance. Yeah, and they thought, they thought Stone was in the back of that truck. We're going to commercial. Be right back. Today's file card feature is on the Skystalker Interceptor Jet. This plane is awesome. It is black. It's got 
inverted wings um they kind of go up it's it's in a, overall it's in a v shape and it was scar's main plane of attack on both on the show and apparently in the cartoon line remember they only made six vehicles in this line um i really dig it google this to see what this looks like because it's it's got a weird shape yes it's v-shaped but the wings start way way back it's got kind of a thicker canopy the decals on it are pretty sweet as well and you've got this great uh, missile firing features that thing they call the, the slam firepower technology so if you're holding it with one hand you could kind of like cock it out and the uh the foam missile would fire out the front i would like to see them bring this back in some way shape or form i i guess pretty good looking it did not come with a figure but there's certainly you can place one in the cockpit from what i can see on the box it looks like they have inferno uh in the box art so sky stalker you're a winner in my book we salute you they thought stone was in the it was in the back of this ambulance but he wasn't it was just a ruse hmm yeah duped him exactly now it looks like and this is where the kind of shoddy transfer animation comes from comes into play uh it looks like silencer has like stitches across his forehead you know like yeah. some, like somehow he's you know was he augmented or you know or brain surgery kind of a thing like is that why he's so good like it looks over his right eye i can't really see it again because everything's super fuzzy on this old vhs oh that's a jump he just jumped his <laughs> that was pretty sick. it was great he jumped his, his his motorcycle 30 feet in the air into a into a waiting airplane um freight is carrying stone in an iron lung yeah that's 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 like that's like iron lung out of um out of big lebowski I'm, I'm, i've seen every episode sir <laughs> And, and they're um, uh, they're evacuating the entire hospital. And they do this in a lot of, like, movies and cartoons and stuff. Like, Dark Knight, you know, um, you know evacuate the hospital. Joker's going to blow it up and stuff. Do you, I can't imagine evacuating a hospital would take anywhere less than, like, three days. No, no, probably not practical, but... I, I would say a callback to an earlier conversation. I forget who you were talking to. They did go the extra mile. They gave like the extras voices and stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't do that to uh, animation they don't care about. Yeah. This yeah, was definitely Mayday's, done. Mayday's with, flirting with Eagle Eye. She must like. Is. She must like his new gray hair. Mm. Now she is a kind of a hybrid of Lady J and Scarlet. Yes. She's okay. she's kind of tomboy like Lady J, and uh, and actually she's really an amalgam hybrid of all of them. Because if you think about it, her personality is a little more Lady J. Her oh, looks, her nice look, reckoning right here. Yeah, her look is more Scarlet, obviously, but she's also the vehicle driver, so that's Cover Girl. So it, it really is all three of the Joe ladies put together. The only thing's missing is like make her a martial arts expert, and she'd be Jinx too. Hmm. That doesn't offend me. Yeah. Um, so Savage is, is talking about there being a traitor. And this is where the guys are, are going to really twig onto the fact that really only one person could have ordered all this stuff to happen, like the 48th Regiment to leave and all that. It's the worst realization. Yeah. There's only one man higher. It's Clancy. Top dog. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty great. <laughs> they all say it together. <laughs> I, I was impressed by this fight because essentially you have somebody just coming off a gurney. 
It's incredible. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was it, Fast and the Furious, was it 7? When the Rock gets out of the hospital bed and breaks the cast off his arm? He's like, let's go. <laughs> Whichever one that was. So now we get some uh, smoke, we get some smoke, and there he is, Iron Claw. It's honestly a, a pretty good design. I love it his still look. resonates. I love his look. I think it's fabulous, man. I Am I right in saying that uh, IDW kind of repurposed that mask as one of the kind of Cobra commanders uh, um, along the journey? Oh, well. It's a reach. I mean, it was during the Cobra that, Civil War. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a reach. I know they gave Cobra Commander, they gave him some more exotic looking masks. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'd have to go back and kind of do a comparison on that because Iron Claw wasn't in my brain space when I saw it. Yeah, don't let me derail this amazing fight. Yeah, this is great. So we got this. uh, So they're all. So basically, Scar is attacking the hospital to kill Stone. And Stone just called back up. Stone just recalled the 48th Regiment to come back and and help out the Joe team because the Joes are wildly outnumbered here. Oh, yeah, you could, Freight. Oh, Freight almost just got run over. Yeah, they're really in trouble. So, Cujo, if, yes, you, if you could be a member of the Joe or Cobra team or or uh, Scar or the Dreadnoughts or the G.I. Joe Extreme team, which team would you be? What would your specialty be? And what would your specific code name be in that universe? Mm, this might be prepackaged. Um I would. I think my. I think Cujo with a K um, from the Black Book fits great with the Extreme Team. I think so um, too. I think with a K is perfect for it. I can. De- I can definitely see him taking on the Agents of Scar. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, I think if if I created a character or had a character, um, if I was a GI Joe, I, I honestly I kind of think we all are. Um, so maybe that's just hubris or delusion, but. <laughs> um, no, I think it's. I think we're all people that uh, we're all a version of Scoop. You know, all a version it. of Scoop. Yeah. Okay. So, would you be the GI Joe Extreme like uh, uh, social media manager? I think I'd be. I think I'd be the guy with the mask on, with the wild hair, maybe a, some Black Dragon. Wait, what's his name? Um, well, that's Black Dragon. Yeah, but what would Cujo do? So, what would you? So, you're uh, saying what would Cujo specifically do? Like, what would you? What would your? What? Like, I what would your role on the, the team be? If we're on the G.I. Joe newsroom, I'm probably the guy sitting on the outside of the circle, like scratching his chin while everybody, you know, puts the story in place, that kind of thing. I feel like you're yeah, I like that. I feel like you're running a um, you're running a, a like a deep state podcast in the G.I. Joe universe mm. where, where you're you're. You're like the X. You're like the X Files of of the Extreme Team. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 hunting down all the wild rumors and all the craziness. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. That, that's in the corners of the GI Joe Extreme World. And every once in a while, that, you bring it to the team, and they're always like, "Cujo, you're crazy." And you're like, "No, I have proof. Here's the severed. <laughs> yeah. Here's the severed head of you know Tutankhamen." And they're like, "Oh my God, it's real!" Like that's how every episode of yours ends. And then, and then they rub their head for a little bit, and then they just go back to the, the yeah the, yeah. Then they're like, we don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. that's too much. Cujo. Too much, Cujo. Too much. Too much. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it, Cujo. You're you're our, you're the uh, you're like the GI Joe Extreme fringe podcaster guy. <laughs> uh, great to be part of the, the extreme. <laughs> extreme. Extreme. I did it. Buddy. I did it. <laughs> nice, nice. So that's it. So uh, the end of the episode. 
is Clancy's been revealed. Now, they don't have the real Clancy yet, but it was revealed as Ironclaw. Uh, Scar made their escape. Stone got out of bed. He's walking again, so he's no longer in his coma. And, Up and at him. Yeah, and the G.I. Joe team is ready to uh, go out and have another adventure. Cujo, so exciting. Wait. Yeah, thank you, man. It's been great. Yeah, so exciting. Such a good episode. And, and I'm going to be, like, uh, redundant here, but it's it's people like you that make this uh, whole journey pretty rad, dude. Thank you so much. Oh, man, well, you're, you're so very kind. Listeners, remember, find him at 86Cujo on socials. Hit him up for copies of Black Book. You're going to love it. It's really, really cool. It's a very cool art project. Very, um, I love that you said it was, uh, was it Renaissance art you were looking at? Because it because it, si- it shines through in the art. It's really, really a cool, high-concept piece. So I, pre- oh, I appreciate Black Book, guys. So listeners, you go out there, find Cujo, get your hands on Black Book. Remember, follow me at Joe and Joe Pod and hashtag release the extreme. Cujo, or should I say, well, frankly, Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being a guest on Joe and Joe Extreme. And, re- and remember, now you Joe, and Joeing is half the battle. Extreme! Extreme!